All right, continuing on here, day two at the Zurich Precious Metals Summit. Uh, no corporate updates recorded this morning because I was uh, chairing a uh, corporate presentation session with a number of companies in one of the rooms, and one of those companies was Regulus Resources, good friends of the podcast, and CEO, Mr. John Black. And John's here with us here on the podcast. Hey, John. Hey, Trevor. <laughs> nice to nice to travel all the way around the world to see you on this side of the world. Here. I know. When we so. literally live close into the same zip code so that's that's how that's how these things work hey you know what's interesting um and i'm actually it was really glad that i got to sit on listen in on that presentation i don't get a chance to do that very often because uh, we're usually here recording the podcast um but listen i it's always helpful to to get those like 15 minutes there's, there's, it's not a whole lot of time for you to to give the message but i think you were very effective because you expressed you know the main strategy for Anticore is really consolidation and what it means for a much larger project um, in the sulfide uh, mineralization that you actually have a really good grasp on uh, within your claims and in your partners so you know I, a couple follow-up follow-ups was really like well what does the uh, the 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 mine that's depleted next to you, that's depleting with the oxide, will have to transition to their sulfide mineralization. How does that flow sheet compare to what you know with Anticori? I know that's a big question, but like, what are the linkages here as far as processing? Yeah, well, I do have to be a little careful because I know, uh, I know. obviously a lot of the information that's known between ourselves and our neighbors and various parties that are evaluating all of us is under confidentiality, so we have to be a little cautious on what we're doing. But what we what we emphasize when we have discussions like we did this morning is that the combined deposit, if you look at what we report on our side of the ground and what they report on their side of the ground, you combine that together, it's a it's an eye-opening amount of metal yes, that's it reported. It's uh, over 11 billion pounds of copper and 10 million ounces of gold, just on what's publicly reported. Both of us under report the potential for our resources going forward. So if if there was a truly consolidation of the district and you looked at what this is, it easily fits the criteria for any major mining company to be interested in the project going forward. But one of the challenges is that when, when say, a major copper company or a major gold company wants to evaluate the project, um, they, they can go under a confidentiality agreement with us and see what's on our side of the ground. Um, they could do that presumably with the other side as well, but then they have to do a lot of work to combine that together. Uh, there are some groups that have the capacity and the manpower to be able to do that, but there are other groups that, that don't have the time to dedicate to doing that. And so a common message we get is, um, love the district, love what you have, it's complicated with so many owners. If you could consolidate the district, we would be very interested in talking with you about going forward. So that that presents the clear challenge that we have right now is to um, develop a way, and there are many different pathways this could happen, to work with our neighbors to be able to really present the size of the price here and, and what's there. And then once you see that, um, it it's becomes evident that it's a project that, that really begs for and warrants uh, a large-scale operation. Absolutely. It's the size of deposit that can be a very large mine for many decades going forward. And, and generally in those situations, it requires a large capital investment. It's really something that belongs to, to major mining companies to go forward. So is this, 
is this where you transition from explorer to I mean, is it like a corporate development type uh, priority here to consolidate all of this? With, with it really becomes that way, and, and that becomes an interesting challenge for us as well, is that um, all the work we're doing right now is, is, is not easy for the public to see because we right. can only report on it if we have a tangible result, an agreement, something that we can announce. And so it's easy to have the perception that um, not much is happening because they're not, they're, we're not actively drilling, we're not putting out new drill results. And, um, and so in a, in a tough market, people get anxious about what's happening. It's waiting for paint to dry. It's, yeah. it's a long ways. And, and the nature of this project is it's going to take time for us to get everything put together. And then at some point, there will likely be an announcement that, that we're, we're moving forward. And, and, and that's, that's the trigger for people to be interested in the project. But it requires some patience on our existing shareholders. It requires patience for potential new shareholders to evaluate when do you come in and, yeah. and how much time is it going to take. But the fact that the mine next door only has three or four years of oxide mine life left kind of helps us because you, you really don't want to let a mine reach its, its end of mine life and potentially face closure right. uh, and then try to start. The opportunity is to what we call a brownfields opportunity is to take an existing mine that's already operating and transform that and expand it into a much larger mine that has a longer mine life. But you need to begin to do that before you stop the mine you're in. Right. And it's not, not just to avoid closure costs, it's also to um, avoid a negative impact on the communities in the areas. You don't want to have a mine stop and everybody lose their jobs or their service contracts and then come back in two years and say, hey, we want to do it again. That's, that's, that's rough on the communities. It's much better to propose uh, an alternative where an existing mine winds down and makes a transformation into a longer mine life going forward. So in, in many ways, um, you know, we, you're well aware we have two projects or two companies, each of which have a large sure. copper yeah. project. Yeah. One of the things that makes Regulus and Antiquary stand out is that brownfield setting. It, there's an opportunity for this project to become a very large copper mine in the relatively short near term on it, whereas many greenfields projects realistically will need at least 10 years to become a mine. And that, that makes this more attractive to the major mining companies because they could see that if they could become involved in some way in this district, it's potentially a pathway to increase copper production soon, which yeah. is what they'd really like to have. Well, there's a number of things that need to happen to make this general you know, goal mm -hmm. for, for you and, and all the players involved to reach this end target here. I mean, but three or four years, you know, is not a whole heck of a lot of time, especially when it comes to mine planning, mine building, mine financing, all those things. Like permitting. It's yeah. <laughs> also very important. Uh, you know, and so really, like, isn't time of the essence here? And so what is you and the boards, like, what is the strategy? I mean, do you have, like, bullet point items, like, Okay, first we need to work with this partner to get things cinched up. And if we do that, then we can do this. And then if we do that, then we can go into the general jurisdiction as a district and present it to a potential acquirer. Mm -hmm. I, I guess you know, there's too many moving parts here. There, it's, overly, it's overly simplified, but like you have to have a strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and that's a strategy internally that we have. Um, 
of course, the other parties that we interact with all have their own strategies. Um, yeah, I, I view it as a, a situation that it, it's easy for me to see that there's an opportunity for everyone to win in the situation. Or, or conversely, if we fail to get a, a plan together on how to consolidate things and properly develop the, the opportunity that we have here, everybody could lose as well. And that's not in anybody's interest. But you could imagine we all have different priorities. We all have different visions of what size of piece of pie we have in the, yeah. in the equation here. There are different ways to take a look at how you value things. There are, uh, we have different access to capital, different ways to do it. So it, it results in, and typically we have multiple pathways that we're evaluating it at any one moment. And uh, the important thing is lots of communication and lots of discussion to be able to move forward. And, and we, we have quite open dialogue with the groups on the other side. We, we have six, seven years of history working side by side on it. So, so the, it's, it's not a situation where we're not able to communicate with the other side or, or we're at, at log, loggerheads that way by any means at all. But of yeah. course I can't go into any, any no, I, discussions I on, on how we're doing things. But it, it is, it is what, I, what I can say is, is that I'm, I'm very confident that we're moving much closer to a way to unlock the value in the district overall. What is the role of Rio Tinto, not only as a shareholder, but their Newton technology with whatever whatever deal eventually ends up? Do you, if this thing does get consolidated, and obviously they're doing a lot of test work on the Antiquary uh, uh, core, but they're on, they would also be under a certain timeline to find the feasibility of their work and how that fits in who general mind plan when this thing is all consolidated. Do you move ahead? Do you have to move ahead with them? Or do you, can you move ahead without that final, you know, final work with yeah. Rio? That's a big question. It's a big question, a good question. It's just just to, to summarize for people where we're at with that work is, um, we, we've completed the phase one test work with Rio Tinto. That was done on agitated flasks, so it's a, it's a short test on a small volume under highly energetic and high temperature conditions. It proves the concept, it proves that the chemistry works on their technique. The positive results from that phase one work resulted in them making the investment in us this year where they have a 16% ownership and came in at a, a nice over market placement for us. And as part of that placement, we now have an agreement to provide core to them to go to the stage two test work, which are column leaches, which more closely simulate the actual process of a heap leach in, in the field. It's moving closer to knowing does it really work. Not simply the chemistry, but also just the, the mechanics of it, the permeability of the rocks yeah. and, and will it go forward. Um, we've provided that core to them. They're now conducting the test work. They cover all the costs for that. Uh, the estimate is approximately one year to receive the final results of all that work, at which time we'll be able to publish that and, and provide the results to the public on, on that work. Uh, Rio Tinto and ourselves will see results as we go along, interim results, but um, we've agreed not to publish results until we have the final results, which is a responsible way to go about it. Um, that obviously would have implications for their comfort level it, yeah. they're, they're more likely to show more interest in, in participating in the district if they're confident that their technique works and they can prove it. 
on it. But we don't have to wait. It's, I think the core of your question is, do we wait until we have those results before we do something else? It's, it's so obvious that, that a, a consolidation of the district, uh, uh, um, making the public more aware of what we have in the area, would be beneficial to everyone in that process. So we can, we can continue to work on it uh, while we wait for those results. It's also important to note that we don't need Rio Tinto Newton technology to be successful to make this an attractive opportunity. We have other alternatives on how we can process the ore. However, if Rio Tinto Newton works as well as Rio Tinto believes it will, and I, I concur with them knowing quite a bit about the process that it has a very good chance to work, it will make a project that's already very attractive into, quite frankly, a spectacular project because yeah. it, it drastically lowers your capex cost and has a lot of potential ESG benefits by utilizing less water, utilizing less power. So it would make it much easier to develop the project and it would make it a much more profitable project. So we, we would like to see those results before we, we see major steps on decisions on how to go forward, but there's a lot of work we can right. do while we're waiting for those results to come in. Um, is Rio Tinto doing test work on uh, core, sulfide core from Tantuate? I can't, I can't comment on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd have to ask. I know you have to ask, but <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't make any comments. But the core from Anticori is from that main resource area on that border? That's correct. So okay. we've carefully selected core, working with Rio Tinto, it's quite an involved process, to be representative of the entire deposit. Right. So okay. I think it would be fair to say the results from the test work we're doing would give them a pretty good idea of what the entire project would be like. Okay. Um, on a you know personal professional level, how like I guess you know you're an explorationist at heart, right? Yep. You know, but is it challenging for you to have to step away from the drill rig and and service stuff and have to focus on you know company development here? It is and it isn't. Um, and maybe I could reach back to our experience in our first company and answer that, and then. Antares is our first company. Kevin Heather, who's our chief geological officer, and I came into that as, as explorationists, yeah. geologists, rocks guys. And we, we really felt that um, the grades and the tons and finding the deposit was the critical part of it. And one of the things we learned in the process of drilling out the Hakir deposit and eventually selling it to First Quantum is there's so much more than that. We, we still always will believe with good reason that the rocks are the key thing. You have to have the deposit, you have to have it, understand it well, but there's so much more to um, having a project be attractive to someone to acquire from you. They, 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 they need to be able to demonstrate they can, they can exploit it profitably. And that means that you also have to have comfort that the communities are comfortable with yeah. what the setting's going for. You know what your metallurgical process is. You know what your potential risks are for environmental impacts and how you mitigate those. And, and that's part of it. And I, th I think we matured as moving from simply explorationist into more uh, aware of everything that's involved to be able to make a discovery that then becomes a model. And we won't be able to monetize a project and sell it to a major unless we can demonstrate to them they can develop it. So I miss the rocks, absolutely. <laughs> but quite frankly, the, the business side and the ESG side of it and the de-risking side of it uh, adds just as much value 
and and is exciting as well. Well, that's why you have Aldebaran on the sides. <laughs> yeah. All right, your, your other favorite child. Yeah. All right, everybody, that is your update from Regulus Resources. They do trade on the venture with REG and on the OTCQX with RGLSF. John, good to see you once again. Thanks for your time. Good to see you. Thanks, Trevor. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.